let's get into the topic for today. So I've had so many blue pill moments in my life that, you know, if I were to tell you, it'd be quite, it would be really embarrassing from the time I was in high school to about two years ago, so many blue pill moments. And for some reason, that one incident that I had when a girl ghosted me is what red pilled me is what kind of shifted my whole paradigm that made me, you know, try to figure out what is going on. Where did I mess up? You know, and that's how I became red pilled. And as I've started this journey, started it two years ago, I've learned that putting my purpose, my happiness, my value, my sense of success and and fulfillment in a woman will disappoint me. That's what men are finding out, that putting it in a relationship will never, you'll never find your fulfillment there. You're not going to find your purpose or your success there. You're only going to find that when you build yourself. That is your number one investment is into yourself. So I started to do that physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, in all aspects of my life that I wanted to improve. I started to build that up. But what I learned was this. I could do all of that. I could be a great self-made man, a great, you know, uh, I can build a great life for myself. But if I were to miss a relationship with Christ, none of it would matter. There's a verse in Proverbs, Proverbs, uh, let me pull it up here. Proverbs 13, 7, it says, there is one who makes himself rich yet has nothing. And then there's one who makes himself poor yet has great riches. So I can build this great life for myself, but in the long run, if I miss the purpose of why I'm here, which I believe is to know God and to make God known, then all of the things that I build, the kingdom that I build for myself will be nothing one day. As soon as I die, I'm not taking any of it with me except my soul. So what I've learned was that Nothing goes on into the future except what, you know, what I've done for God. Seek first the kingdom of God and all of these things will be added to you. That was the first area that I was convicted about. Now, the second area, you know, if I had to split the red pill community into two groups, it would be one, what a man can do to improve himself and then how a man has to deal with relationships. And God began to convict me in both areas. The first area of conviction was conviction was the area that I just mentioned. I can do all of these things, but if I miss a relationship with Christ, then none of it matters. The spiritual aspect of our life is not just one facet of life of many to work on. It is the foundation of everything else. The second conviction I had was my view on women, was how the red pill community talks about and views women. The reason men become red pilled is because of a woman. A girl walked out on you, cheated on you, divorced you and took half of your crap, screwed you over, whatever it is. It was because of a woman that you became red-pilled. So the the common view of women in the red-pill community is that they are hypergamous. There, there is some truth to some of this, some of the stuff I believe, but this is where I disagree. The red-pill community teaches that women are hypergamous. Women monkey branch from one man to a next. And as a man builds himself up, as he, you know, becomes more valuable, more, you know, makes more money, grows in his physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, becomes a more high-valued man. To include a woman into his life is a liability because you don't know what this girl is going to do. Women are hypergamous. Once they find a better man than you, they're going to screw you and take half your crap and go, especially if you marry her. So the whole view of this, you know, the general consensus view of a woman is as a liability in the red pill community. And here's the thing. You know, you look at people like Jeff Bezos, right? He got a divorce and his wife got like some billion worth of his assets. You look at, there was a, a NBA commentator, Kenny something, I forget his name. He recently got a divorce and his wife is, his ex-wife is requesting like 40 grand of child support per month, right? So if, if as a man, if you're looking at the Cardi B's, the Lizos, the Kardashians, these kind of women, 
as your view of what a woman is like, then of course you're going to see them as a liability. You're going to see them as a liability. There's no other, because if you look at how women are in general, if you look at these kind of women and this is your standard of women, then I understand exactly what you're saying. But here's where I, here, here's where I begin to differ. I looked at the relationships that I've had in the past and there's only one or two people that I would, not, not even them, there, there's nobody that I would consider a true mess because I'm, I personally am not attracted to that. They were good people. Whether they were Christian or not, they were good people who wanted to be a part of a relationship, who wanted to be part of my life, and I wanted to be a part of their life. Now, for the sake of this video, I'm not going to talk about uh, good people, you know, because I feel like some of us have this distinction of three classifications. We have bad people, we have good people, and then we have godly people. But I want to make this distinction very clear, and this might offend some people. You're either in Christ or you are not. It's as simple as that. You are either following Christ on a daily basis, being conformed to his image, or you are not. It's just one of the two. There is no, there is no, you know, oh, but I'm a good person. You know, it, that doesn't matter. Either you are found in Christ or you are not. As I've grown to become a, a man who is being founded and grown by God, you know, in the word of God and as, as, as the spiritual aspect of my life has become my foundation, it's changed the way I've seen women. You know, I talked about this in the previous episode, how growing spiritually has changed all these other areas of my life, financially, emotionally, mentally, all these other areas have improved because of my relationship with Christ. Now, why wouldn't that happen to a godly woman? Why wouldn't it happen to a godly woman who is seeking Christ? If a woman decides to follow Christ with her whole heart and now the spiritual aspect of her life is the foundation of her life, why would it not improve all the other areas of life? Now, where I was convicted by the Holy Spirit when it comes to this whole red pill view on women is this is the wrong way to view women because this is not how God created men and women to be, to interact together. This is not how God created men and women to be. God didn't create men to have this great purpose in life and women just to kind of latch on as leeches and, you know, jump onto a better man. That's not how God created men and women to be. Now, if, like I said, if, if your view, if your standard of what women are is the Cardi B's, the Lizos, the Kardashians, all the, the Saweeties, all these other girls, if that's your view of a woman, then I understand. It makes sense because these are not godly women. They are focused on the other, you know, areas of life, just like these men are, that don't matter. They're not going to last. So if you're, you know, if you yourself, that's another thing I want to say is how are you going to notice a godly woman if you are not a godly man? How would you notice a woman who focuses on things that actually matter if you don't focus on the things that actually matter? So one thing I realized is as I've changed my perspective to focus on what really matters, when I see, so what if you got a big booty? I don't care. You don't know what matters in this life because to you, that's your body. So what if you have so many followers on Instagram? I don't care. What does it matter? When you die, you're not going to stand before God and say, God, look, I have this many followers. It's going to be, what did you do for me in my kingdom? There's a deeper picture that I have begun to see. And to me now, as I look at women, I don't care how great your body is. I don't care how many followers you have. I don't care what your social status is. I don't care about all these things because if you do not have the same vision that I have, that Christ is the number one goal to seek first the kingdom of God, then you do not have your vision on what really matters. And how can a man find a woman like that if he himself is not like that? One thing I want to, there's a few verses in Proverbs that I want to bring up when it talks about wives. It says, 
Proverbs 19.14 says, House, the house and your house and wealth are inherited from your parents, but a prudent wife is from the Lord. Proverbs 18.22 says, He who finds a wife finds a good thing. There's another verse that I don't have it, you know, here that says a, a wife is like a crown of jewels upon her husband's head. So we can see clearly that in the Bible, a wife is not a liability to a man, but an asset to a man. As I've grown in my walk with God, I've realized that my purpose on this earth is to glorify God. That's why I'm here. My purpose on this earth is to know God and to make God known. And that is the same purpose for a godly woman. And the beauty about doing things God's way, especially life, is following your purpose. The beauty about finding your purpose in Christ and then the beauty about doing relationships in Christ with Christ is that God is the one that brings two people together so they can glorify him. Now, if my view is on the money that I make, the status that I have, the clothes that I wear, the women on my arm, my view is not on what really matters. So when I view women, I'm going to view them the same way. They're, they're not going to have the same view that I have. But a godly woman has the same view that a godly man has, that the purpose of her life is to glorify God. And she is not going to be attracted to these other guys who have a lot of money and who look handsome. And, and I'm not saying and none of this is important. Don't, and I'm not going to look at a girl and be like, eh, she's all right, but she loves God. No, I'm definitely going to be like, yo, is she beautiful? That's going to attract me. Those are important things. I don't want to, you know, I don't want you to misunderstand me. I don't want you to think that these things are not important. It is important to have a good job, to be successful, to strive hard in this world, to, to look good, to take care of your body. It is very important. But this is not the reason that you are here. This is not the purpose of your life. And this is the same for men and women. But how can you know this unless you know the creator who created all of it? As a man, how can you recognize a godly woman if you yourself are not a godly man? Because if you're not walking in the ways of God, a godly woman is not even going to be attracted to you because her view is on something different. It's on a higher plane. Now, I don't want to make it seem like, you know, godly men and godly women are somehow better than everybody else. It's not that, you know, they're better, but the view that they have on life is different. They're on a different plane. Their view is not just for what they can see physically, but on something greater, on something that lasts longer than when they're going to, than how long they're going to be on this earth something deeper, something more spiritual. The, the way the Red Pill community sees women is not correct. It is true that a man should find his purpose in his life, that it's not found in a woman, it's not found in a relationship, but it's found in your God, in your creator. That is where you're going to find your true purpose and fulfillment. And then when it comes to a relationship, when it comes to marriage, a woman, a godly woman will not be a liability but will be an asset to you, to your ministry, to your purpose, because she is not focused on you. She is also focused on Christ. And Francis Chan gave this great example of a triangle. If God is at the top of the triangle, a man and a woman, as they draw closer to God, will naturally draw closer to themselves. They will be led by a spirit that is far deeper than what they, what they, what they want. They're going to be led by the same spirit. Francis Chan said that, if a man and a woman are being led by the Holy Spirit, it is impossible for them to be, to separate, to divorce. How is that even possible? It is not possible if both man and woman are being joined together by the Holy Spirit and they're both looking toward Christ as their example, as the foundation of their relationship, then it is impossible for them to separate. The only way they'll separate is, is if one of them takes their eyes off of Christ. That is the only way that it can happen. And it's important for godly men, men in general, to realize this, that one, your purpose 
is not found in the things of this earth, but it is found in a relationship with Jesus Christ. And this will in turn help you to live a life that glorifies God for his purpose and will also help you to live a fulfilling life, a life that has the meaning of what God put you on this earth for. Secondly, when it comes to relationships and women, a godly woman will not be a liability to your purpose, but an asset to your purpose. But you first must be focused on Christ. You first must know that your purpose is not in her. Your purpose is in Christ, and God can bring somebody into your life that will help maximize what you can do for him. Thank you so much for listening. Hopefully you learned. If you have any questions, please hit me up on Instagram. Thank you so much for listening. If you found value in it, share it with somebody else who will also find value. And until the next time, peace and blessings. Thank you.